All right, here we are at the Hospital Fest. We have our table set up. We have our banner set up. And we also have one Mr. Jim Harris here, friend of the show. He's hey, been on. Doing? Did a door open at 8 a.m. He uh, was responsible for one of our favorite sets of the year, one of our favorite albums of the year. How's it going, Jim? It's going well. Where, where now, You did you drive here this morning? Uh, no, I drove here last night. Uh, six, takes about six and a half hours. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's chill. You had a good ride? Yeah, you just throw on some stuff. What would you listen? Would you, what was some of the standouts you listened to? Um, I did listen to MSBR Mental Dissolution. Oh, wow. Um, I listened to Anenzophalia Lie. Oh. Uh, man, I cannot remember what else I listened to. But yeah, those two stood out, I remember. But that's a bunch of stuff. What did you, uh, what'd you pick up at the merch table so far? Um, a lot of it I pre-ordered. Yes. But <laughs> I, I, did, I did get some of the new Akitas. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it said, did you get the bundle? The, no, I did not get the bundle because I have a bunch of the other ones. I know. I'm a little. I do want that scarf. It's, I, I, uh, yeah, I kind of want the scarf. But I grabbed the total servitude because we didn't have that one. But I mean, I'm. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it down. Everyone should get the new Richard Ramirez. Absolutely. I I, I had the honor of uh, doing the editing for it. That's that's true. Jim edited it. So, yeah, it's it's very very. I mean, the original is very good, and this I can't wait to hear it. Dude. Right. Yeah, that we did. That was when we had pre-orders. We picked it up, but we but we also Tara and I listened to it on the plane. We listened to it on the plane. It was great, and we needed it as a come down after reading Spell and Quim titles. So we were laughing so hard that it was frightening the people around us. <laughs> right. So yeah. So we, I, we that, that one's. I think it's a, it's an important thing in noise because I think it was recorded in '99, and it was. Like half of it was recorded in Mexico, so like he went right. and you know, and you, you don't really think of like Mexico having like any kind of noise, especially scene. like in '99. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I know Dom uh, took a couple guy like uh, think Geography of Hell went down there. I know Jim from Lasuria like, did. Yeah, now, but, I, but you but don't even think of it still. Yeah. Not too many people go down there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's just uh, to me, it's an important geography is very important to noise. Oh, absolutely, no question. Um, yeah, that, no, that Ramirez double is mandatory. Everyone needs to get that. Um, so now, of course, you will, we will have you on a regular episode again next time you're out in, in L.A. What are, what are a couple records, tapes that you have kind of thought about that would be cool to do on Noise Extra with us? Um, one of the things that I'm thinking, uh, and I'm, I'm not sure which one we'll do yet, but I want to do proof of the shooting. I proof of the shooting is definitely reserved for you then. I and think I, yeah. I think he's a very uh, well they um are extremely underrated and it's it's mostly because it's very limited stuff. Right. But uh between Dan Greenwood who is still around doing diagram A oh, yep. and uh, among other things um but the packaging. The packaging is in very yeah. it's so important in noise and I think it's somewhat going away. Not entirely, but Especially with like download and stuff, like that, which has yeah. zero package. Right, right. I think noise half the battle is packaging, and I think if you know if we do like a, um, a proof of the shooting thing, I want to definitely touch on packaging. Not not necessarily with just their packaging, but just, just in general. Yeah, yeah. I have a great proof of the shooting skin crime double tape. Do you have that? Yeah, I got that. And then that, bone scraper. Yeah, and that's like that packaging is like a crazy like, almost like. St not straw. I don't know what it is. 
See, I actually I have the one that's in the uh, the long snap like case where there's actually only a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same edition I have. Yeah, I think there's less of those, which is weird. But I have a I have a proof of the shooting seven inch that's in like insane painted. It's, uh, like, proof of the shooting in MSBR and yeah, concrete. Yeah. Yeah. It's really oh, it looks great. Yeah, of course, of course. I don't know why I say that. Like. I, I, I love when you say of course actually I think it's so good I, like, do you have to go yeah of course like, like how dare you even yeah, yeah, question yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it I love that I lo sometimes Grace like I have both editions yeah. I have all of them I love that there's seven it's... colors before I got them all yeah 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 I'll get it I'll get the eighth <laughs> color but yeah no proof the shooting will be really great and and I think you're the you're the right guy to do it for sure because yeah there it, it is I certainly I would I would imagine there's a lot of people who may not have, still ha, ha, aren't familiar with them. No, them, no. Uh, and I think a, a great project. Right, right. And I was mean, there a proof of the shooting on hospital? No, 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 no. I did a diagram a tape on Gaza Tundra. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but well, like just Dan's artwork in general, like even now, it's it's just that gross. Looking, yeah. You know, everything about it is just gross. Yeah, and it's it's. I think he even has a couple like albums like that have guts in the title, and it, that's what it looks like. It looks yeah. like guts. <laughs> I was at uh, Dead Gods a couple days ago, and Justin put on a Diagram A CD, and it was just sounded perfect. It's it, he's so, so good, and people, why people aren't mentioning him in like the best of like U.S. harsh acts is beyond me. Because well, he, cause he just, you know, he puts out a couple things and just gives it to people. Got to have you back on the show. We can we can mention him. Right. <laughs> right. He'd be, he'd be great to have on. He, he would be good. Yeah. I bet he's got some stories. Especially like that whole New England, uh, you know, scene in the 90s. And, yep. You know, it's just, it's, it's a weird scene. He came through with Noise Nomads years and years ago in Kentucky. Uh, I mean, early 2000s. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've actually, I have not seen him play. I was supposed to play with him uh, in... Uh, Western Mass, yeah. and there's something happened with the show, so we couldn't do it, unfortunately. But well, Jim, thanks for talking to us. Yeah, like, likewise. Uh, who, Glad to have how, you guys here. How psyched are you to see Smell and Quim? Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm I'm into everything. Yes. But Smell and Quim, and I finally get to see Painter because I didn't get to see him at No. Oh Farm. right, oh quite, right. right, right. So, I'll yeah, so did you ever think it would happen? No. Well, so. Adam is in Japan now. Adam from Winners in Osaka. Yes, yeah. So I, I probably will get out to Japan, and if that was going to happen, maybe I'll play with him. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? But um, yeah, I get to see him in the United States right now in, like, a couple hours. Well, I'll tell you what. This sound check was absolutely earth-shattering. Were, we were, were you here during the uh, No. No, no. It was absolutely earth-shattering. It is so exciting. This is going to be an amazing set. I can't wait for Painter, Richard Ramirez. Skin, it's crazy with skin crime. I feel like we're we were getting so spoiled seeing them now. I feel like it was you, you know, like this is like, yeah, this is the this is the third time I've seen yeah, them now in so like a, a year. And they're different every single time right. that we see them. Like I, I just want to know like what's the vibe tonight? Well, like, if you what's think it about gonna it, be? every album's different. Absolutely, no, right. it's true. You don't know what you're gonna you get. You don't know what you're gonna get. Traveler on the road, you get this amazing, just empty, you know, folklore. King of the Deathmatch, you're just in the red. Yep, for, yep. No. Well, awesome, man. Well, thanks for talking to us. All uh, right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Cool. Later, guys.
Okay, we're still here with Jim, and uh, these guys were having this conversation. I insisted that they document it. We were postulating whether or not Jim has more hospital productions than William Barry, or Steve Lowenthal has the most hospital productions, or maybe somebody else in this room. So, Mike, what do you think? Well, Jim has some serious deep cuts. Right. What are some of the deepest ones you have? I, I'm actually missing the first prurient. A simple mark? A simple mark. But... I have hospital two through 13. Wow. I'm missing a cut. Basically, I have everything up until about 35. Yeah. Or, or, uh, from 35 on, I have everything. Yeah. And then there's like 19 missing within wow. there. So you have stuff like window cleaning by Ian. I have window cleaning by Ian. Do you have wait? What's the what's you know the, what I don't have? I said do not have either of the Dom stars, which is yes, which is Tom Ferno. Uh, that's I've I've never seen those. What about what's the um? Wait, what's the? Isn't there one that's like an isosceles? Tri uh, Neb is an isosceles triangle. Wow. I do not have that one. Oh, you don't have that? No. Oh. But I do have. Uh, waters his dying plants, but with uh, everything is is too. It's his old noise core band. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Uh, what else is there? There's um, it's him and his dad, and. It's called It's a Love Thing. What? It's I've a love thing. I've never heard of it. And it's, it's like free jazz. What's it sound? Oh, yeah. It's what's free it sound jazz. like? Is there lyrics? Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while. I don't think so. That's crazy. I do not think there is any vocals. Um, there is a, a weird one. It's I, I can't pronounce the name. It's like Mixoria, and it's like Hospital 4. What? Hospital 3 is Christmas Trees. Yeah. I don't have the VHS. <laughs> um, What's two? Hospital two is uh, UAAU. It's ubiquitous. Shit, I can't remember who it is, but it's it's Matt Simmons. Okay. Which, and Matt's the guy who ran the label with Dom yeah. back in the day. Um, wow. I do not have the Matt Simmons, which is a, a project. Um, and there's there's two things that one of them is on hospital. And it's like a, it's a math equation. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But then there's another thing on Bishu Records. Okay. Which was an old Madison. It's either Madison or Milwaukee label. And it just it, you know, underground, no one, no one would ever know the label. But wow. you know, uh, I guess Don was telling me that they they were early, early, early supporters when wow. he was in high school. Very cool. So yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. That's that's that is as deep as it gets. Honestly, I. Nothing. I nothing that's like completely insane or anything. Like, I can't think of anything. You, you know what? I'm gonna actually. To. I'm gonna send you guys my list. Oh, cool. cool you should cool. post it. And yes. if anybody there has any will. of those on there, there you go. I'm I'm the man to sell them. To. There you go. I actually have the list, but it's been updated because when Jim did an episode with us, I gave him one of his missing items. Right. <laughs> yeah. There. There's a. There's a couple. Since you gave me that one, well, that one completed um, the little uh, single vinyl boxes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm the only one that has them all. That's, besides them, I think Don wild. has them. Um, because the, there's two of them that are like limited to ten. Yeah. Because they they discontinued the cases like right after. I think the haunting one might be one of those. I think there's only like ten or fifteen of them. Right, right. Still have that one. The other one is the inhalant. <laughs> is what? The inhalant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, um, yeah. And I believe, I believe I've, I've tracked down a couple. I found two, and the guy won't sell them to me. 
<laughs> I, I will get him to Did sell. Did you like find them in his house? You were no, like, hey, he posted them online. Oh, How dare he? What a jerk! And just was showing off. Right. Oh, look at what I have. But he had something so weird. It was like, how the fuck do you have that? Because that wow. is rare. Like, he has no business having, because I guess he's like, he's young, too. Yeah, he's like in his 20s. Like, how do you have that? He has no business having those. No business. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find him. Let's trade him like a bag of Halloween candy for right, it. Right. You know what I mean? Come on, help, help me complete the collection. All right, you guys, everyone heard it. Help Jim complete the collection. Maybe we can get him like a fake ID. Yeah. The, the kid, the young kid. Um, but yeah, so everyone helped Jim with the complete. His co- I would like to see you have a complete collection. That would be. It would, I would be like, really nice. I would like to see that. So we should have like a celebration show if you complete the collection. <laughs> then we need to like have a goal to like make something fun happen right. if you do. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Release where we listen to all of it. Right. That would be weeks and weeks. Be a long oh, man. episode. Because I mean, some of them are episode. like some of the old ones are the old school kind of noise way where they're like C90. Yeah, that's so awesome. You know, so right. Awesome. All right. Well, cool, Jim. Thanks for letting us know, everyone. Let's help Jim complete that hospital collection. <laughs> All right. We just saw Skin Crime. How sick was it? Featuring uh, it was the Power Trio. With Chris Goudreau as the third member, and it was, it was awesome. It was, it was. They, they, we saw it was the same lineup we saw in New York a few years ago. And then uh, this summer was the duo, but now we got to see the trio again. So, oh, it sounds like Richard Ramirez is going on. Let's go catch Richard Ramirez. Let's go catch him. Dude, I my body is shaking. That was completely incredible. First time seeing him solo. We saw Black Leather Jesus, yeah, last year. That was, it was insane. It was chilling. My body is literally shaking. What an insane day. Skin crime, Richard Ramirez. Here's Gray. Hey there. How sick. How sick has it been already? This the whole day already. Well, it's been great. I mean, we just saw Richard Ramirez play. Uh, My body is shaking. The the master of always leave him wanting more. I feel like. Oh, dude, that like, that was I couldn't believe when he stopped. No it. matter like, how long he plays, I still want to see him play dude. longer. So that's that's always cool. And right before that was Skin Crime, which was oh my god. Oh. We were talking. I forgot. I don't have a mic. We were talking about Skin Crime. And then Richard Ramirez started playing, so Mike and I had to run really quickly. So we didn't really get to talk about. What oh yeah, skin yeah, crime yeah. How, yeah, we we mentioned it before we mentioned oh, the, it before the, we went the in. The tribute to Keith, dude. How amazing was yeah, that? that was how great. amazing was that? Great, really cool, dude. What a what an amazing day. So I mean, far. we hung we hung with them last night, and we talked, yeah. and we there was definitely a glasses raised in yeah. honor of Keith. Oh and, uh, no question, and that was, was uh, that was a really fitting tribute. Yeah, that was, really was that was really incredible. And then Ramirez just ripped the room apart. And absolutely, yeah, dude, I, was sh- I was shaking. It's fucking great. And it e- really was. E Saglia. E- 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 Saglia. E- Say it again. E Saglia started the death, and that was amazing. Yeah, like I said, my my friend Lee, who does Oil Thief, has been like just always like you got to check out E Saglia, and then 
uh, when she got added to the bill, yeah, he was like, I just saw Issa Gila got added. I really wish I could be there for that. Dude, so that was a great set. It was a killer was opening. At, it's been amazing so far. Moonbeam Tara's up next. Can't wait. Oh, man. I'm going to. I wish I had a tarp after talking to her. I yesterday. know. I'm a little nervous. I think we might need a tarp. <laughs> I think she's got her own tarp, but maybe it's like a Gallagher show and the audience needs tarps. It, it's very possible. Uh, yeah, I'm super psyched. I want to talk to Sean about his. Uh, but his, his, his broken foot. His broken foot and his Eagle of Thor Processing's t-shirt. Oh, dude, totally. We're talking about both those things. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I guess we'll check back in we after this Moonbeam Terror yeah. set. After and we we'll... wash off after this set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got a guy coming over here. Uh-oh. Who's this guy? Cold Meat Industry t-shirt. Bunch of we, weird skull tattoos. We got tattoos. a guy with a Cold Meat Industry shirt here right now. Why don't you say hello to the people? Why don't you say hello to the people? Hi, my name is Brandon. Big <laughs> fan of the podcast. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Dude, how sick has it been so far? It's been great, man. It's been such a good time. Richard Ramirez just finished up a killer set. Just destroyed a killer set. Yeah, Richard Ramirez just nailed it. Skin Crime nailed it. Uh, yeah. Moomin Terror is up next, too. I'm gonna looking be... forward to seeing. What have you now? What have you gotten anything in the merch table? I grabbed an Alberic quantized angel LP. Is that how you say quantized? That's what I've been saying. That's what I thought. You're worried about the word quantized, not the word Alberic? That's yeah. <laughs> whatever. I know how to say that well, one. You got the silver. I got the silver one because I'm an idiot and missed out on it the first time. Yeah. So I grabbed that. Yes. Um, probably going to wait a little bit. I've got to fly back in a few hours. Yeah. So uh, I don't yeah. want to carry a whole lot. Are you doing red eye? Are you red eye? Oh, I'm, my flight's like 8 a.m. Ooh. So I'm basically going to go from here to the airport. Yeah, yeah, we, we we get to sleep in a little bit, which is yeah. Nice. I I get to sleep on the air on the airplane, which is what I did on the way here. So you're kind of a trooper, though, dude. I don't know, man. I just you're kind of like what ABBA would call a super trooper. I mean, I love ABBA, so I really appreciate that comment, <laughs> dude. Absolutely. What's what's your favorite ABBA song? Oh, probably Waterloo. Waterloo's a good one about the battle of Napoleon Bonaparte where he lost. Yeah. Um. Also related to a hospital band, yeah, uh, and, Departure Chandelier, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is Napoleonic black metal. <laughs> Big fan. Of, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that I'm a Napoleon expert. I'm not. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> I guess it's just funny that that's how it works out. So, Brandon. Yes. You listen to the podcast? I do listen to the podcast. If we were to have you on as a guest, what record would you want to talk about? Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely not a noise expert like you guys. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe like a Brighter Death Now record or something. Oh, hey. Yeah, probably All May Be Dead. I think that's my favorite BDN yeah. material. It's a good one. It's got a lot of hits. I mean, I'm probably a poser for picking that one, but you know. No, it's got it's got I Wish I Was a Little Girl on it. That's it's probably got, my favorite BDN song. Uh, oh, What a Night. It's got Payday. It's, uh, it's it's really good. It's some really good ones. I mean, I like everything, but. Yeah. That's the fun about picks. You can like totally change your mind in 10 minutes. Of course. You know, yeah. it's great. But, but really, though, really, we need to have Brandon on to discuss wrestling and noise, because if there's anyone who's an expert, I do see here. wrestling is something I am an expert on. Yeah, I'm a very big fan of so, wrestling. Yeah. In fact, Brandon has a wrestling podcast. I uh, do. King of Sports podcast, right? Yeah, it's a little inactive right now because we've both been really busy, but uh, we've got Wrestle Kingdom coming up the next month, so we're probably going to talk about that. All right. Yeah, we're, we've been pretty inactive about it, unfortunately. You talk about other sports other than wrestling? We only talk about wrestling. Okay, good. <laughs> Just sports entertainment. That's wonderful. Sports entertainment. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> New Japan is called the King of Sports, and so right. that's where we got the name from. So we... 
Yeah, which if you don't follow New Japan, you would have zero clue as to why that is called that. But, <laughs> it's such yeah. a great name. It is. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to definitely do a because we obviously we did the skin crime king of the death match episode. Yep. And which we actually, Brandon, what we had to, we asked him a few of the references. I got some texts about it. I yes. was like, okay, it's this match, that match. He was our expert witness. Like yeah, we needed yeah. a man in the field. If you need to call on someone about wrestling. It's I'm usually a pretty safe bet. I can say that in confidence. Without sounding like a dick, yeah. I feel like. I know. I, I think, and I, I would say that's true. So we're gonna have to do another wrestling uh, noise podcast, yeah. and Brandon will be the guy. And I was hoping you knew about other sports too. I only oh, know like, wrestling. Okay, well, <laughs> we have yet to find a sports expert. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> any other sport, I would have no goddamn clue. Yeah. Awesome killer. Yeah. All right, well, let's gear up for Moonbeam Terror. Yes, I'm going to go get help get things sorted and do all that. Heck yeah, uh, Brandon. The, the, I'm going to leave my hoodie by the noise extra table. I'll be totally back for fine. it in a moment. That's totally There's fine. There's an iPhone charger in there if you want to use it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I might do that. Okay, help yourself. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Uh, go do your thing. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> we just saw... Moonbeam Terror. Wow. I'm I'm dead. That was amazing. That was so sick. She <laughs> absolutely killed it. She this destroyed been, it. Uh, it was so heavy. Everybody is floored, blown the fuck away. Dude, the chains. Oh, my God. The chains, the tarp. Like, and it was, I, I don't know what she plugged in midway through the set, it went, but it, it just, just it, she, shredded my brain. She just took it to another level. It was, <laughs> it was so sick. No, it was sick. Wow. Uh yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's speechless. And and like with the tarp flowing and the chains, like yeah, I, it I was amazing. it was like, I think it looked kind of angelic almost. I, to- totally. Like it was absolutely angelic. I cried. I thought it was so good. Yes. Was, Tara yeah. has been uh uh fi- adjusting her makeup. Yes. Uh yeah. after that stuff. Yeah, was, that was it was there were tears of joy and oh, intensity. Sometimes everything's just so intense. You just gotta like get into it. Well, that was completely sick. I think Akita's up next. So a little, uh, little, little, little change from the noise. I think we got. Oh, yeah, I love Akita. I can't I, wait. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Uh, oh, I think, I think Who Gray I might see? be. Uh, I see Gray over there. I think he might be. You see Gray? Oh, I see over. his little hat. Here oh. is here's Mr. Holger. Hey, Gray Holger. What's going on, dude? How amazing! We were just talking was about how sick the set was. That was pretty rad. Yeah, that was so awesome. I'm well. How you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Introduce Just, yourself. Uh, I'm Anthony Saunders. Yes. Uh, How's it going? You man? are not live, Anthony Saunders. So it's a safe place. Yeah, yeah. It'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not live. Okay. Yeah. Edited. <laughs> okay, what, what's yeah. going on, Anthony? How you doing, man? I'm good. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah. Have you guys met before? We have met for sure. I mean. We've Probably? been in the same room yeah. like yeah. a million I'm, times. I'm on the the Painter King Capacitance live at No Fun. Yes. I'm one of the people yelling Gomi Kawafumio at the awesome. end of the disc. Awesome. Awesome. I was trying to will that into happening. Yes. I was just like, they're both here. Like all three people are here. Yeah. They have their gear. Maybe if I yell loud enough, it'll happen. <laughs> I, I like your energy, sir. That is yeah. a great thought. It it didn't happen. But you put it out there. Just somebody should make it happen. Um, Anthony's, uh, you did a tape on Tronics yes. way back in the day. Tronics number six. Tronics number six. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Back, back when EID meant exercise and disgust, and then it came back as explosive improvised device, and then it ended as uh, existence and decline, and now I'm doing a different project. 
And the EID also had a tape on Hospital. Yes. Tape on Hospital, tape on Cypher that was originally for Thorax Harsh, but Nolan took forever, so I found a different house for it. But with his, like, blessing, I moved the label for it. Cool. Um, so we've been... Well, I mean, I mean, this has been so sick. I know. Have you picked up any merch yet? I have not. What but, are you looking to get? Uh, I need the pain jerk. Yes, you do. Because my car has a CD player Perfect. and the oxen doesn't work. So, Perfect. like, I'll drive around listening to the same record. As there's a there's a Francisco Marino that I was listening to over and over again, and uh, Peace for Animals by Mersbau is listening to all over and over and over awesome. again. Uh, awesome. Awesome. I've listened to this already via uh, Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, but now, and it's amazing, so yeah. I need to buy it. It's like, absolutely pretty, incredible. Like, like it literally like sounds like, oh, like Gallon Gravy's just continuing. Yes. Like, it's yes. just like, oh, this is like, is this the next day? Yes. Yeah, it's disc two of Gallon Gravy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is one of the best records ever. Does your so. Gallon Gravy CD always work in your car? It is not always in my, actually, the car, I, the weird thing is my CD of Gallon Gravy is sealed because I've always because I had a I had a promo tape of it. I have no idea how I came into possession of a promo tape of Gallon Gravy in like 1997 um, when I did a crappy zine. And uh, like I just would ride around between between my college and New York City. I would ride around on the subway listening to this promo tape of Gallon Gravy. Just like it had like no art. It was just like really like. Like just text and lines on it. Yeah. No art. Um, Computer printed or, or hand done? Not hand done. Like like professionally printed. Okay. Oh wow. So weird. Like I have no idea how that. Like <laughs> did I pick? Maybe I picked it out of a bin at Kim's. I don't okay. know. Like I used to get like noise records really cheap at Kim's Video. Like if you if you went through the used bin there, yeah. you could just pick up everything for like seven bucks. It was awesome. That's um, great. Promo tape. Yeah. It's weird, right? So cool. Yeah, my CD of it is sealed, which is a weird thing. Yeah. Because, like, I listened to the tape when it was on tape, and then I listened to, like, an MP3 of Gray's it. Gray's Gallon Gravy is so heavy that it won't play in many of his devices. So maybe the sealed copy, I wonder if it'll play. Oh, that is a good point. Who knows? It might be too heavy. Okay, but if a Gallon Gravy is sealed, does it make a sound? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. So yeah, uh, so I know you you listen to the podcast. Yes, yes. and uh, uh, was I the first Patreon subscriber? You uh, you were actually. I yeah, was. I think I shouted that out when it happened. I'm not like I'm not like a high tier subscriber, but uh, I was. Every bit of support hit, is awesome. Support, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> Pointing at the uh, giant noise extra banner yeah. we had made for those of you who aren't standing here looking at it with us right now. It's, uh, like these are all noise fonts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the like incapacitant, stupid is stupid. Incapacitant, stupid is stupid. Correct. Um, <laughs> which I, I, mean, I recognize these, but now I'm like blanking on the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The white. Yeah. Yeah. Dom did that on the typewriter for us. <laughs> Classic Mother Savage. Cocky SP. Nice. From if she says you can have it, tell her no. <laughs> so, Anthony, if you uh, if you were to come on the podcast, what record what record would you pick? If nobody got to it first, Brick and Mortar by oh. Kazumoto Endo. Yeah, yeah, because that's like, um, yeah, I, for two reasons. One is it rules. 
It's so good. The other reason is that it is a great intro to noise for people who have never listened to noise before. All right. I will sometimes be like, no, really, I make noise. Like, here's an example of what noise is, and I'll play them brick and, you and mortar. And brick and mortar as the yes, example of this because is it has, noise it has, um, it has elements of music that are recognizable to people who aren't in, indoctrinated yet. Okay. It's got, like, abrupt changes and rhythms and some playfulness. Like All people right. really like when the when the music comes in, people really like that. Yeah, I love like it. I can hear it in my head. Like I'm doing, like my <laughs> fingers are moving, like on yeah, the strings. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing like air, uh, air stand up bass or something. <laughs> There's that that part. It's like it's like uh, the music comes in and then the noise kicks in on beat and then off beat, and it, like that right there is like such. It's like a microcosm of noise. We talked about the sort of the musicality of noise, like door open at eight a.m. or something. Yeah. Where you have, there is this music element to it that's very familiar, but it's also completely obliterated. And I think that is a good a good idea for an introduction to noise. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to Brick and Mortar. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, we need to do maybe. A, I think Anthony would be good for that. A noise, a noise primer for like a good intro albums. If I try to like explain noise to people, I usually say it's metal machine music. Like if they're from the East Coast, but it never works on the West Coast because they're like, what? They don't. Nobody knows. <laughs> Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of a lot of us probably got into cut-up noise first. I mean, there seemed to... One of the weird things about having gotten into noise in the 90s is that in the 90s, people would still argue with you as to whether it was music or not. And they would be <laughs> very heated about it. Very. Like, uh, You can really talk to Jim mad. about that. He'll definitely, uh, and, he'll definitely um, get into it with you. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, they will. But like, I think that- uh, We're trying to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I find really interesting about people who are a much younger generation of noisemakers than me is they don't seem to have that hang up whatsoever. Right, right. And it, like- Because it's all noise and it's all yeah. like, uh, and it's it's all music to them too. It's something you listen to. So it, I think it comes through in that way. There's yeah. no there's no worry about it. It's uh, Who cares? Yeah, I'm frequently like getting hung up on like, how, is this different enough from the last thing I did? Right. And like- a lot of people don't have that hang up and I like that in their music and wish I had more of it myself. Yeah, I think it definitely comes from what you're what you were brought up on and what your like earlier experiences were. Yeah. So, killer. Well, thank you, uh, thank you. for talking to us, Anthony. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Ramirez. How's Hello. it going? It's going it's going okay. You're I'm tired. You just played Tell me you're happy with that set. I am happy with it, uh, but I was really nervous. Well, now, was, you, now you said you did. You have said that you do get very nervous before you play. Yeah, I have stage fright. And, and, and is, is that that's just never? It's never subsided. I mean, after no. all these years. But I feel uh, like you play live a lot. I did. Well, the thing is, is that I felt if I didn't do more shows, and I would only do shows rarely, I probably would never do any shows. So right. I continue to try to do them so that I stay active yeah. doing live shows because I'm afraid that if I stop doing them, then I'm going to stop just doing them. You'll just stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. lose the like practice that you've built up. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought it was beautiful. Your set was Thank amazing. You. Like really, really great. My, my body was shaking. <laughs> and I, and I, I think I've only ever, well, no, now I guess, I guess I've seen, what, what, what did you play under at No Fun? 
Was that where uh, that, was, that was where? Okay, was okay. So yeah, so this is the first time seeing Richard so Ramirez, right. seeing Black Leather Jesus. Me too. I see Black Leather Jesus and yeah. Werewolf Jerusalem. Yeah. And now, but yeah, that was that was incredible. But yeah, I, I think the thing about playing, even just that that anxiety, probably you, it feeds into the set. You know what I mean? It probably feeds into. Yeah, uh, that's why I like to play on the floor. Yeah, as well. Right, and you always do, right? Yeah, yeah. Entire room was reverberating like after you ended. Like everybody was quiet for a second. Like, oh my god, what just happened? And then we're just like shaking. It was. It was. Uh, that's great. great. That's <laughs> Do you? Yes. So now, just the, while you're playing, does the nervousness go away? Do you kind of get lost? Yes. I I think I go somewhere else yeah. during the performance, and in my mind. I'm always worried that I'm playing too long because I don't like to play long sets. I'd rather be quick and maybe have them want more. I mean, rather than okay, when is this going to be over? <laughs> yes, and well, and I will say we all said we wanted more, <laughs> but leaving one more, I think, is yeah. the is the way to go. But yeah, that you could have played three times the length, and I don't think anyone would have been bored. So. So you know, from our perspective. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> did you... Now, when did you start doing... Because Black Little Jesus was first, right? And then yeah. the solo. Right. What was? How long into it did you just start doing solo? Well, when I started doing stuff under my name was in 92. Okay. That was the first time I ever did anything under my own name. Right. But I did do solo projects before that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as just under my name, that was 92. So, we're, so you started... When you were in high school. Yeah. That is yes. so cool. We listened to yes. Harsh Truths, obviously. Yes. And, <laughs> and like, we listened to it twice just because it was interesting and, like, we really wanted to, like, check out all the things you had to say. But, like, it, it sounds like the way that you came into, like, making sound, making clothing, like, it's all just so, um, just, just like a part of you and something that you naturally felt that you should be doing. I thought it was yeah, so inspiring. Yeah, when I was... You know, in my early teens, and we're talking like 12 years old, 13, I was into like the punk scene, the gothic scene in Houston. Yeah. And, you know, we'd go to friends' houses, and I started hearing like the Robin Gristle and stuff like that. But there's, there's two radio shows in Houston that were playing noise and experimental music, and they're actually, they still do. And, oh, that's cool. And one of them was like a public, uh, radio show you know uh public funding and then the other one was college radio and so they were doing uh, a show called genetic memory and i started hearing stuff that i had never heard before and that's where i started hearing like mersbow and and, oh, cool. and the haters and stuff like that and i just thought this is the kind of stuff i want to do you know because when i heard throbbing gristle i thought i want to do this but I don't think I can. <laughs> and then, but when I when I heard that, it wasn't, oh, I can do this. No, it was like, no, I want to find a way to do this. Wow, yeah. Because I love this. And so that's where I got inspired to really do more of the noise stuff. And it got noisier as the years went on. And, um, but I don't, you know, I like other stuff than just straight harsh noise. But that's, the main thing that I've always wanted to continue to do with my solo project under my name 
is try to be consistent with that and hopefully you know i didn't bore people <laughs> over the year because <laughs> you know with so many releases you know you worry about that and, and again i know they're they're not going to all be releases that people like and that's okay i'm i'm one of those people that if you don't like it it's okay yeah i mean it doesn't bother me i just hope someone else likes it you know <laughs> we're big fans of saying like it's not for everybody like even even yeah. between each artist like well it might not be yours like like you got to wait for the right. next one like noise yeah, isn't some, for everybody there's some artists that i i don't really listen to their work but i like them as a person and vice versa you know there's some people that i've never met and i love their work and you know and sometimes you hear how some people are and you're kind of worried to meet them <laughs> So it kind of goes both ways. So, but I mean, you're at this point. I mean, the amount of releases, the amount of, of projects you do. I mean, is it a daily thing for you? Like making it, 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 in no. some way, is it a daily? What thing? What I usually do is, if I'm going to record something that I'm not being asked to do, it's usually I'm inspired that day and I'll go record something, not knowing what project I'm going to do, and then I listen to it. And think okay I, I like it for this project but then after it's done i won't ever listen to it again right like, i never like the record <laughs> I, I won't even listen to it right you won't no it, it's not because it's just i feel weird about hearing my own work honestly i'm kind of the same way it, and yeah I, i'd rather I someone it. else listen to it and enjoy it but i won't listen to it I think Isn't it looks that would amazing. be awkward if somebody was like, just put your record. But on my husband and you're will. There. Oh, oh. oh, he he'll put it oh, on. Oh, he will. He, he puts <laughs> on my stuff. He really should. That's good. I he, like that. Sometimes he's working on stuff and he'll put in one of my records, and I'm like, oh, there he is doing that. I, I put on his stuff when I'm doing. See. Because like it. it makes you feel like proud, and you're like, oh, that's amazing. Like I'm so proud of them for creating that. So yeah. I'm sure he feels the same way. When did you first uh, meet GX? Oh my God! Because um, I know that he's he was a big early person for you, right? That you yeah. I, the first time I believe it was when we toured the West Coast. When you toured uh, the West Coast, yeah. As Black Leather Jesus. And when was that? And that was I believe. Um, I want to say that was 2012. Oh okay. Oh so 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 it, it was way later. Yeah, I was at that show. That was at uh, Human Resources. And, then he came to Texas and did some shows, and he stayed with me in Texas. Um, I've only so heard wonderful, wonderful things about your hospitality. Uh, I've only heard wonderful things about your hospitality. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, at our home in Texas, people that were on tour that we didn't even know who they were needed a place to stay, and we would say, you know, if you need a place to stay, you can stay with us, no problem. And some of them, we've never met them. We don't know who they are. And we let him stay with us. So, so, so you never met in person until later. Right. There's a lot of people like that because I actually asked Pat. I again, I just kind of assumed yeah, like you guys, met. and this is your first meeting. Yes. It's today. Yes, but yeah. you guys were so. What's so cool is how steeped you were in the mail, and the trading. Now that yeah. must have been a daily thing back then. Back yeah, as far as just every day some awesome crazy stuff the yeah. energy of that must have just been wild i mean the excitement of yeah. being at ground zero and getting that stuff and getting in contact with everybody oh, yeah. like that and you know there's a lot of people that i've known for a long time but 
never met them until many years, like Macronympha, Joe. Oh, yeah. I just, I met him when I first moved. Oh, really? To near Pittsburgh. He came out to one of our shows. And oh, that wow. was my first time meeting him. That's so crazy. So that was almost four years ago. We just got a letter from Macro Joe in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so, so did you? So you didn't really tour much back then, right? Back in the nineties, or, or no, just I, more playing around Texas. Yeah, yeah. That was the main thing. And then um, with the record, I did some shows in in Mexico. That um, yes, yeah. Tell us about those shows, because I that I'm so curious about that. Well, okay. So my uncle is a blacksmith, and he had a, a warehouse with a, another artist uh, in Mexico. And so when I went to visit him in Laredo, we went to Nuevo Laredo, and I recorded uh, a set there. And there was another artist named Luis Jimenez, and he had asked me about doing a show with his band called Torso Law. So I went and did a couple of shows with him. And that's how that stuff got recorded. He recorded the stuff for me and sent it to me. So that's how that happened. But it started with my uncle who had a, a machine shop and blacksmith that's shop. crazy that it's a blacksmith. Like, yeah. that's so cool. That is so cool. Yes. We listened to it on the plane on the way here. That's so cool. So you just went down and, and how many shows did you do? I did, Well, I did actually five. Wow. But only some of them got recorded. And um, and I've been back since that, but um, you know I just asked my uncle if I could record in, in yeah. the machine shop, and there were people there that came just to check it out. I mean, there's I think there's maybe like ten people. Yeah. But <laughs> but it's, it's yeah, yeah yeah hey <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But it was a lot of fun doing it, you know. And yeah. some of the people didn't understand what was going on, but you know it was fun. Ray, you put out a Black Leather Jesus release early on. Yeah, I did. It was uh, it was supposed to be called Twelve to celebrate uh, twelve years of Black Leather Jesus, but by the time I actually put it out, we had to retitle it Fourteen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I was really. Uh, it was very early on, and I was really intimidated by working with Black Leather Jesus. So I really wanted yeah. to do it, but I, I got. Uh, I, I was intimidated. It was like a big. It was a big artist to me. You know, it was a really big thing. <laughs> How did you get in touch? Uh, I, I don't remember. Just to, I don't, must have been the noise board or something like email that. maybe. Yeah. I feel like it must have been an early early days of a like a noise forum or yeah, I, a I guest so. book, one of the guest books. Yeah, <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, I just asked and he sent me great material and I've sat on it for too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that happens to me a lot. It's a it's a with, thing, with, right? No, I mean just like me putting out stuff. Oh yeah, for, <laughs> okay. for other artists, it happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's it's you know doing the fashion and doing the label and then doing recordings for other people. It's a lot sometimes. So sometimes it's hard to get people's stuff out. You know that I want to do for other people, so it's hard to get it out in a reasonable time. And and I feel bad that you know that happens. Not you do so much. Yeah. <laughs> like you have so many projects. Do you do you have what's your fa do you have a favorite project name that you've had that even one that me maybe you don't is there one that sticks out to you that you're like, I always liked that one? The one project I, I like doing was Priest and Shit. Right. And um 
I like doing that project, which we haven't done it in a long time. But um, I think that's one that I, I think I had the most fun doing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And you did that. You did that live, right? Yeah. 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 I used to do some shows live. And initially, it was Luis Jimenez, the guy from Mexico, that oh. I was doing the project with at oh, first. Okay. And that's how that started. Yeah. And he wanted to name the, the band Priest and Shit after a Black Leather Jesus track that he liked. Oh. And so he said, can we use this as the name of the project? And I said, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, your movie collection is insane. You showed me a little picture. Yeah. Yeah. Are you do you I'll, I'll do you it. think you have <laughs> do you think it equals your your noise collection about the same are they about I mean they're both oh, got to be God. pretty they both got to be Well the my noise collection most of it's back in Texas so. Oh it is. Oh okay. And I have boxes and boxes of stuff at my parents house yeah. the Blairwood house. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> and so there's a lot that's still there and I don't yeah. know what's there. Um but in our house we have one bedroom that has two closets full of noise stuff. Then upstairs we have a huge closet full of boxes of noise stuff. And then we have a, another room that's simply for noise stuff. And so they're in three different rooms. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, do you, is your studio, do you have a studio room as well? Yeah. I assume. And is it all, is it, do you have it set up so that it's just, you you're yeah. just you can hit record and just go. Yeah, there's you, there's no upstairs. We have uh, a space for the doing noise, and I have another space for the fashion stuff, and then we have guest bedrooms. Do your dogs <laughs> get scared when you're recording noise? Yes. Do they run away? Especially the little one. She she Aww. freaks out, <laughs> and sometimes she'll just not. She does not know. She doesn't know what's going on, and yeah. so they do that tilt the head, and you know. Our dachshund used Sean, to do that. Sean's recording stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they'll freak out. <laughs> no, yeah, we we discussed earlier, uh, uh, Richard has two dachshund mixes. Uh, Tara and I had a dachshund uh, for 13 years, so we were sharing our dachshund, our love oh, of yeah. dachshunds. But yes, they are, they're not the biggest fans of noise. Uh, I, I, I always say White House was a band that they, especially the high tones, I mean, yeah, could not handle, yeah. we couldn't, we, we couldn't. Putting on some of those early White House records was not an option uh, around the dogs. <laughs> Dachshunds don't tolerate little doggy earmuffs well. They're like, no, uh, I tried. Very, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she was not, didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, have you ever recorded your dogs uh, barking, or are they on any? Are they on no. anything? No. no, no, they haven't made it on a. On a Usually, thing. if I'm recording stuff, they don't do anything. Right. <laughs> they'll they'll either go to another room. Yeah. Well, they don't go upstairs when I'm recording. I don't want them to come up there right, when right. I'm recording, because um, I don't really know how it really would affect them. Yeah. So usually I just have them downstairs because right. the recording space is upstairs, and you know they'll be responsible. Yeah. So I just <laughs> yeah. One thing. One thing we're definitely going to be doing at some point is an episode on the Japanese American Noise Treaty double CD. Um, that was actually my introduction to to Richard to you to Richard Ramirez and, and your solo project. Um, do you have any memories of how you who how you know how you got on that? Who, uh, was it Bill who contacted you? Yeah, or, he, yeah, he contacted me about doing it. Um, and I don't really, I, I I was supposed to do a release for them at a full length, and um, it didn't work out. And uh, 
you know, did, did you record it? Yes. You, so, so it did. So what, what you had intended for them did come out? No. Oh, oh so it still oh. hasn't come out. It's not going to come out. <laughs> we love to hear about an unreleased release. Well, because, because, I mean, you know, that's what the paint, the pain jerk CD that just came out is an unreleased thing that was recorded oh, in the nineties. Okay. So you, yeah, for, oh yeah. So, wow. so you have one as well, Yeah. but it'll never come out. No. Is there a reason for that? Or, or you just don't, you just, I, I don't have it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you sent it off. Yes. I sent it to them. There is a, this is crazy. It's a lost tape. There is a yeah. lost tape. Was it, was it under Richard Ramirez yes. or Black Lives Jesus? Whoa. Yeah, it was so long. This is, that's insane. Well, there's some Black Leather Jesus masters that I lost that I don't have. And I've been trying to find people who have some of those releases. Um, like there's one that everyone talks about, uh, a Black Leather Jesus release called Jesus is Stoned. And I don't have a copy of it, nor the master, nothing. Black Leather Jesus? Uh, Miko, I believe, has one, uh, has a copy of it. All right. Well, there you go. Um, and it'd be nice for it to come out. Yeah. But I don't know if it ever will. But I don't even remember what it sounded like. Yeah. But people compliment it. And I'm like, well, thank you. But I don't even remember what it sounded like. <laughs> there was, I had moved. And when I moved into, into the city, I think some of my boxes were not put on a vehicle. Oh, really? And there were some of Deadline stuff that got lost. Completely. Oh, what a shame. Like, there's a United States of Terrorism comp that I did that has, like, Skin Crime and Atrax Morgue. A lot of people on it. I don't have the master to it because oh, that got lost as well. No. That's classic. That's insane. Yeah. Oh. It was a C-100, and oh. I lost the master. Like some movers somewhere that were like, I got this treasure. And then they're like, oh, I don't have a cassette deck, I guess. They I probably found some gay porn, too. Gold. <laughs> That would be a, that would be an amazing find, uh, Hoover's find. I always say that, like, yeah, like if anyone were to like break into our places and like steal our stuff, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but but so but are you, are now are you better at keeping your masters, or, or at least you yeah. try to make sure to yeah. keep them? Yeah, definitely. When we moved up to Pennsylvania, um, yeah, I made sure that. All of that was taken care of, and I knew exactly where it was at. Sadly, though, there was a, I had a bunch of uh, the Werewolf Jerusalem four-CD box set, Confessions of a Sex Maniac, and I had a box of probably 20 copies, and that got lost. Oh, man. And we think that when we were remodeling, people that were helping us throw stuff away, we think they threw it away by accident. Oh. So there's like 20 box sets. Gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's insane. Um. <laughs> wait, I just lost my train of thought. I had a question. It was right here. If twenty box sets end up on Discogs real soon, we'll know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? What's the last Giallo movie you watched? The last one we watched. Um. Because we were watching them around the time of my birthday. Yeah. And we did like a week of them. Well, so and what were some of the highlights? Even like rewatches or whatever. Well, what, was, what were some of the standouts? Uh, Knife and Heart, that new one. That newer new one. one. Have you yes. seen Knife and Heart? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I just watched it like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. I thought it was really I, good. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, then there was one we caught, we watched called Cruel Tango, which wasn't that great. Cool Tango? Yeah. Have you ever seen Fatal Frames? Yes. With Stefania Stella? <laughs> I yes. can't believe I it. it. I, so do we. Tara and I have that. That's actually one I have, I have never come across someone who has seen it without us, like, telling someone to see it. Really? It is. Have you seen it? I, I have not seen Fatal Frames yet. Do you know, do you know the, the, have you seen a picture of the star, Stefania Stella? No, I have not. Oh. She, is, she is my idol. I love her. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like three full-length music videos in the movie. Yeah. And those are her only songs. Oh really? Yes. Eternal City is an amazing song. It, it, and it's it's that It's been and, years since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know what? Maybe maybe it's maybe it's time to rewatch it. It is yeah. The other thing, it's great to watch with commentary because she and the director, who's her husband, do the commentary. Oh, the entire voice is through like reverb, and there's like a there's like an ambient track underneath for the entire commentary, oh, wow. and they're going through reverb. It sounds insane. Wow, it's a two hour movie that could easily be six hours, and I would watch every second of it <laughs> uh, and never tire of it. That's awesome. I'm psyched that you, yeah. <laughs> One another one recently we uh a Red Queen kills seven oh, times that was one that you oh, really yeah, yeah. got into. Oh right, now are you did you get bit by the Blu-ray bug? Are you are you re-upping on on these? Yeah, on, us not all of them. But but like because it, some of the the DVD qualities are, are pretty good. They're still good. So some of those I, I probably won't. Yeah. But some I have, and sometimes you find a good sell. Yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> Do any Black Friday action? Any of the Black yeah, Friday it's sales, like, like Severin and yeah, stuff like that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you What'd you pick up? Well, actually, Sean wanted the T-shirt things. Yeah. That oh yeah, the thing. Oh, things. Yes, yes. Love so, things. That was one thing. That, <laughs> and then the the one of the bundles. Right. You know, um, and I was so mad because we were try. I kept trying and trying, and I guess it just got. Overloaded. Yeah, and it took forty-five minutes just to order something oh, that was wow. in my cart. Wow. Then it was sold out, so then I had to get a different bundle. <laughs> and I hate when that happens. <laughs> but yeah, it's so I uh, yeah that Severin does such good stuff. But yeah, there something we all, we do talk about, especially with the movie stuff, is back in the eighties and the nineties. You know, nineties. You know, more so for us. There was there was something f almost sketchy feeling about getting some of those Italian horror movies because there was no information. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. what is this? Like, yeah, there and, was a very like, and the covers of oh, some of them, man. you know. But where I live, there was a furniture store that actually had, you know, VHS rentals. Yeah, and they had some of the best stuff around because oh, they yeah. had a lot of the Italian stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, a furniture store. Wow. And um, so that's where I saw a lot of the Italian films when I was a kid. And my mom is into horror films as well. So as a kid, she was the first one to take me to, I, I saw Phantasm and The Fog when they first came out. Oh. <laughs> and, my, and my mom told me, I'm going to take you to see it. And if you get scared, 
you're never going to watch these again. Oh, I loved it. And I used to, she didn't know this. Uh, she knows now, but I used to sneak, get up in the middle of the night and go watch films where sometimes other people were sneaking to watch porn on cable. Yeah. I was sneaking to watch horror films on Cinemax or something <laughs> as a kid. And then one time she, she caught me. She's like, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm just watching film. And she's like, it's three o'clock in the morning. You're still going to go to school. I know. Wow. <laughs> like you remember how the best things happened on USA after like eleven? It yes. was like you yes, yes. Gilbert Gottfried, Rhonda Shear, like yeah, USA yeah. up all night was huge. And in Houston, they had the Late Late Show, and sometimes they would show a lot of the old kind of gothic horror films, and I love that as well. And so that was always fun as well in Houston. They used to have that. I did like the Universal Monster stuff when I was younger, and then. I saw a Nightmare on Elm Street. My my dad was watching it. And I hid behind the couch and watched it, and I forever. It was one of those things that just it changed, and I, that, I just fell in love with horror movies. That reminds me when um, one time I went with my grandparents to the drive-in in Laredo, and I, I don't remember what movie we were watching, but on the other screen they were showing the Amityville. So I asked, "There's a, like a playground they had for the kids." And I asked if I could go play in the playground because I didn't like the movie. And I went on the other side to try to listen and watch the movie. <laughs> it was hilarious. So. Which movie? This one. The Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Classic. Please. There's a guy. There's a. There's a thief in our midst. <laughs> but then a, a skin criminal. A skin criminal. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of crime was that? <laughs> Tara, a skin, skin criminal. That was that was beautiful. A skin criminal. <laughs> How sick was skin crime? Oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh my god. This is the first time for me to see them live. That's so cool. When did you so when did you guys get in touch? I mean it has to be super early on, right? Yeah, it was kind of like early to mid nineties. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, dude, what a time yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I you know, when you think of American noise, it's like Rich you know, Richard Ramirez, Black Leather Jesus, skin crime, haters. Like yeah. and you were just like you guys are just in it. Every well, day. I'm flattered to be in that group. But, <laughs> it, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's great. Like finally seeing some of these people yeah. that I've always loved their work. Yeah. And finally getting to see them. So Skin Crime was one of those that, oh my God, I need to see them. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it sounds like a Keats is getting going. So I think we're probably going to get drowned out by uh, yeah. this uh, Canadian black metal assault. Uh -oh. Richard. This was so cool talking to you. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. We're, we're going to have to do a, a longer one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe a Los Angeles so, show. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, definitely. We'll, do, we'll do a bonus episode, uh, a, a movie episode. Yeah. We'll have to sit and watch a, a really weird one together, something. Yeah. You know, House with the Laughing Windows or something oh, like yeah. fun. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do awesome. a movie episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right thank you. We'll see you in LA. Thank you. Mike just insinuated the mic on I literally you? am putting the microphone in the face of friend of the podcast, Jim Rose, because we were discussing Blood Rage. 
Blood rage was the rage. <laughs> was there enough blood? Was there enough rage? Yes. Was yes. It, oh, yeah. but, adequate level. But was yeah. there was there cranberry? Was it cranberry sauce? <laughs> it certainly was not cranberry sauce. I don't know what it was. It looked red. <laughs> it wasn't cranberry, but it was awesome. It was Thanksgiving. What, it's what, good. Pitch it was, black ending. The timing couldn't have been better for that movie because we actually wound up going to see that thrash metal documentary a week before, and one of the trailers was Blood Rage. So sick. And I remember just people freaking out. Like, I remember, like, out of all the trailers, people are, like, talking about, like, Blood Rage. <laughs> Even there was, like, that whole, like, like you know, Alex Skolnick was there, and just, like, all these people are responsible for the documentary was, like, there was a reference to Blood Rage. So like, sick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so sick. So yeah. People are twin murder spree. Like it was weird because one twin murders and one twin doesn't. Like I like in the what is that camping movie where both twins murder? Uh, just before dawn. Just before dark is great. Just before dawn. Just before dawn. That's yeah. a fucking classic movie. That's like it was like this abandoned church type of thing. Like, like in the woods, yeah, in right, the middle of the woods, right. and like yeah, it, that movie is incredible. It's such a cool atmosphere, such a cool vibe. Uh, that was um, I remember seeing that. That was like Paragon Video from back in the day. All I remember is the first fifteen minutes of it before like just passing out. <laughs> and um, but I remember the cathedral scene. I remember just yeah, no, just before dawn. How one of my favorite endings. It, yeah, the final girl is amazing in that yes. one. How excited are you to see Smell and Quim? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, total bucket list. I, I, I actually... So, I actually heard the uh, the last Noise Extra episode of you guys. And, yeah. like, so my favorite noise record of 2019 is actually Adam Hart, Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> mine too, mine too, mine too. It's so... It's bucket like, full of piss. So many memorable lines, just like you know, a bucket full of piss, like you know, just like cut your head off. And oh so we, God. so we, we interviewed Dave yesterday in our hotel room, and afterwards he went to the bathroom and then he came out. He said, "I didn't use the toilet. Now you got a bucket full of piss." <laughs> literally did. We literally lost our mind. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 so it's so sick. Uh, I can't believe we're about to see him. Who knows what's gonna be? I'm I'm oh, hoping. Oh, oh, heads up! There we uh, we got we got some coats. We've been the the coat check woman has been so cool so to us, putting with us. up with us all day. Thank you. We are in her so space. much. We are in the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is uh this is so exciting. Smelling Quim coming it's, up. It's gonna be wild. I never thought it would happen. Oh, this is yeah. By the way, I want to thank you guys for like the shout out for Scarlet oh. Locust. So oh, absolutely! Like, we want to thank you for making it because we love it. It's just yeah. like you know a huge, just like out of all the Lasuria records, that was probably my favorite. And it's like under the circumstance of of like how that even happened, yeah. it's uh, nothing short of miraculous. And it's like actually thanks to Dom why that even happened. But right. that's another story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> just, I can't wait to hear that story. Yeah. So you have to come back and tell us but, about it. But it's one of one of my favorite records. So awesome. like for you guys to actually shout it out, I was really well. It yeah, is no, our I, pleasure. I told, it's one oh, of yeah. our favorites too. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's get geared up for smelling Quinn. I know I gotta drink this drink before <laughs> I spill it on someone. <laughs> All 
All right. Hey, Chris, you're on. We're doing this. Oh, shit. I'm on. We are here. We are here with Chris Lapke. Hello. Alberic. Who? Everybody's favorite. Uh, well, I think we know it was on the top end of the end of the year list for sure. Yeah, Quantize I, Angel. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I made. Uh, I heard. I made a list. Well, it was well, well deserving. Oh, thank you. I how appreciate long? It, man. How long were you working on that record? Uh, probably. I'd say. I'd say on and off since 2012, probably. Oh yeah. wow! So yeah, it's a yeah. real. Long, I mean, I I, yeah. I remember hearing that you were working on the Albert. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, it, it's, well, I mean, like I kind of go through long like material gathering stages. So I mean, it was the same thing for like NATO Uniformin, where I mean that was like two years worth of just you know just random stuff that you know I'd just been making and just recording on tape and stuff like that and. Uh, and then finally, Dom sort of forced forced it. He was like, "Okay, you need to make this box set." So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and it, and it needs to be and it needs to be eight tapes long. So do it. So I'm like, all right, I guess I have to use up all this stuff now. I, I love when he does that, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you know? it, it, no, it's 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 a good impetus for me because I'll just I'll just sit on stuff forever. So it, I need that kind of like probing. And that know? really is one of the classic hospital releases. Class classic modern noise releases is that. Box set, there's no question. So, 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 Quantize Angel comes from a lot of different sessions. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, it usually just be like, you know, I get a piece of gear that was, you know, really cool and I just, you know, mess around with it for a while and just record a bunch of stuff and then kind of forget about it for a while and record some other stuff and, uh, you know, just be like out and about and, and have some like field recordings and, and, you know, just like, and over time, you know, there'd just be enough stuff. I'd start building some tracks. And uh, I'm the kind of person where I can't really just, like, uh, sit down and make something and then and then finish it because I'll get, like, uh, bored with it or just feel like it's not – there's there's something wrong with it or something. I have to, like, put it away or just too critical. So I've just put it away for a while and then come back to it later and, and just kind of forget about the whole process of making it and then right. just listen to it like somebody else made it and just make judgments about it. So what did you find? What did, like what did you find the most that you when you would kind of go back on these tracks? Was there like a common thing that you noticed? Like, were you taking things away? Were you adding things? Were you what would you know? What is that kind of like the process that you do? Like. Yeah, I think um, I think it, I think it usually comes down to um, uh, you know things actually will be sort of finished the first time around, but then it's like this can't be it. Like right, this, can't, this right. can't be this can't be done. You end up this, reverting back to the original. Yeah, I'm exactly. not ready to let go of the baby yet. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I mean. Uh, so sometimes things will be like added, especially if I can get some like feedback, like I'll send stuff to Dom or whatever yeah. and he'll tell me if I, you know, so you like, you like working, I, I, you like working with, with, with critique, right? With, with, with like I have to. A, a trusted critique. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. that's so important though. No, most I, definitely. I, I, I think it's rare that art made in a vacuum. It, it obviously happens and it can work and sometimes it works, but I find when you have a trusted person that can be that critical ear that knows what you're capable of, knows what you're going for, yeah. and it's like, yeah, this not... And sometimes it's still like... It's like... Yeah. it's Sometimes it can be like, oh, 
Really? I thought, and then when you kind of step back, when you get the ego out of it and you're like, oh, wait a minute, let me actually hear this now. Yeah. And so, and, yeah, but I think that's, I think that's a sign of a, I mean, you know, that's a sign of a great artist to me. Someone that can take, you know, but not, not like, not like bullshit, you know, like criticism from like, you sure. know, like someone, some like, yeah, I mean, it's lame, gotta be somebody, like, yeah, yeah, it's gotta yeah, be somebody yeah. you trust. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But also somebody just like has some sort of like understanding what you're going for. Maybe just like on some sort of uh on some level that you don't necessarily yes. like you're just you're, you're just reacting instinctually to things yeah and then somebody else can just sort of like see the the, whole, the big picture yeah it's so important um so you know dominic definitely is like you know a big part of that but i mean like i i have to to do the like the hibernation production thing for and a while then, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah and then once i'm like afraid of it enough then i'll pass it over and just yeah. like i can't touch this anymore you need to you need to tell me what yes. I'm, what what's going so on now, so now you you literally met dom and your yeah. first day of college together is this correct yes this is correct 1999 walked in saw my napalm death scum poster i placed on the wall looked over saw my uh godflesh slate man poster and uh, that was it. And that was it. And so, yep. but you guys didn't know each other before. I mean, it was literally that. It was no. literally you moved in. Yeah, uh, like we talked on the phone uh, once before. Then just as like a you know like, as like a, an like introduction a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but but, we, but yeah. But I mean, but I didn't know. I I was doing uh, a label at the time with my friend Chris Moon called Last Visible Dog. Who I who we met uh, two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We met. Uh, yeah. We met him. Uh, at a show with uh, Steve Lowenthal. Yeah, I'm glad it, he's he's been. It sounds like he's been coming out to shows a lot more yeah. lately uh, in the last like couple of years, which is really cool. Like he he sort of like ducks in and out of the scene. But wait, you, like. so you were doing that label? Yeah, when like, you were like in high school. Yeah, yeah. He was he was he was living in Nebraska um, at the time, and I lived in Maryland, and we just kind of like would you know we we're, you know we just like. We had we liked a lot of like the the Japanese uh, psych in New Zealand sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, so I mean he he would he would do a lot of like the legwork in terms of like talking to people and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know you know so so he I don't think I don't think Dom I don't think he had any awareness of Last Visible Dog and and I I mean and I I didn't know about Hospital my my knowledge of like noise and power electronics was like sort of very basic at that point like i knew about tesco and like right. uh, uh, some of the japanese stuff like kk null and and uh and obe and things like right. that um but i didn't have like a real like sort of deep knowledge uh of a lot of stuff so um, did dom introduce you to a lot of that stuff yeah for sure and he also like brought me you know back to a lot of it because like you know like or, or just sort of gave it uh gave it a context where i could like enjoy it more yeah um, that's so cool. I mean, so yeah, it's so crazy. How long yeah. did you guys live together? A year or two years? Uh, we, I think it was like three, I think it was three years. Uh, we lived together. So um, yeah, that's, and then, well, actually, and then we, he moved, uh, we moved into this one apartment, uh, and Chris Moon actually moved from Nebraska to Providence. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and then, and so he moved to another place. I'm trying to remember the chronology of this. And then me and Dom ended up moving back in together, and we lived together uh, before he moved. Finally, ended up moving to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and and so when did the, now the the first Albert tape is under the name Black Albert? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. We have that. We have oh, that. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, glad when did that start? 
Uh, I think it was. I want to say it was 2005. Wow, something like that. So, so had you not had you not been working on? Had you not done any stuff? What did you? What had you done before then, I guess? Before Music, that, musically. Before that was more kind of like, I mean, I'd done sort of like, sort of more psych-based stuff. Because, you know, I was really into like PSF, uh, Fusha Susha. Oh, oh and, so that was kind of your, yeah. that was kind of your real big, and, and yeah. obviously Godflesh. So like, yeah, yeah. And kind then, of a mix that up together yeah, was kind exactly. of your trajectory. And like, you know, like, like the, the New Zealand guys, Dead Sea and Gate and all that sort of stuff. Sort of. You said Fusha Susha so articulately, like... I can't say Fustashusha that fast. Yeah, you, like, well, you did you, it. You, you were really good, by the way, I, yes. It, it took a lot of practice. I, it really did. Right and I, you know, and I think I'm saying it wrong as well, because someone tried to explain to me how you actually say it, and it there's the uh, the uh, the emphasis is 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 somewhere else. I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure what it is. How cool it, how it might Fushushusha. How cool have those I think, I how cool have those reissues <laughs> been? Oh, uh, I mean, just amazing. so sick, right? Oh, incredible! Because honestly, I mean, that's uh, that world is not something I'm insanely familiar with. Oh, okay. and, and, no, and, and, I mean, I'm so and, glad, and have been become have become more familiar with because of the new reissues that Black Editions have been. Yeah, doing. no, I'm so I'm really glad that uh, this stuff is uh, is coming back. I hope the I hope the New Zealand stuff does as well. I don't know if it will, but like, um, yeah, the I mean, all those guys are so uh, I mean, just monumental. You know, in my mind, and actually, when I first moved to Providence, uh, I would go to New York, um, usually in October, because Fushitsusha would play. Oh, really? Yeah, they would play. Um, like I think I went in '99, uh, 2000, 2001, and I saw them play. Oh, cool! I'm trying to remember the name of the venue because they always played the same place. It it looked like a David Lynch set like oh, it was there's red curtains cool. I'm, I, I, I'm i can't remember the name of the place but like is oh that's cool so wow yeah that man that'd be fun so so now if you were to if you were to pick a record to do on the noise extra podcast with us what i guess what so would, would it be like a psf record because that that's we've never really done anything like well, that i mean i was that was that was that I mean, some I, of the most important not, stuff to you i mean like this i mean the second the Double Live Two record is very noisy. Oh like no, it, we're, we're very down when we're very down to like, yeah, you know, like stretch into that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I that is, one, that, is that like kind of well, one of your favorites? Well, that's the thing is like that one's. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a total classic. I wouldn't say it's my favorite one. My favorite one is the first Double Live, but that one is like a, that one is just like a depressing psychedelic record, just like the darkest. Be, um, so, so I, I definitely would not, but I would not lump that in with noise. Like, no, I, under, I, I mean, I, I would say, I would say, gosh, that's tough. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, like, so yeah, just in classical, okay. in classical. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say, if we're if we're going for noise and we include power electronics, yes. my my go to is always and has always been Tesco Disco Heavy Electronics Volume Two. That would be amazing. That we will, will hunt. You, that is saved for you. You yeah. are that is officially saved for you. Thank you. Um, Next time you that, come out to play LA, we're I mean do that, that. I mean the the Satori, uh, you know, disc on that is just like that. Would that I feel like that was my. I mean, like I'd heard other stuff that like experimental and things like that, but that was first. It was just like straight heavy wall of crumbling noise, moving, rushing, just like you know, just 
I just you know overwhelming. Wow. You know, yes, I'm stuff. definitely down for that. So I'll save I'll save Re- all that for, Reser- yeah. reserved when yeah. you come out to LA and play again. Yeah. So so what did lead you then to finally start Albrecht? I mean, what what we what what kind of like was finally the the like you know what? all right I'm doing this we're, we're doing this. Um, I mean, or was it like a was it a pro was it a process and it, was it like a kind of kind of. I mean, it was like it was kind of like. This sound this always sounds fucking stupid, but like I mean, it was like a tough time. Yeah, no, think, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Just like and and I, I mean, I'd sort of been like growing into it over a while, over a while. And the first, I mean, the, the first stuff was just like straight noise wall kind of deal. So I mean, there was a lot of really cool stuff at the time uh, that I was into, like uh, immaculate grotesque. Oh um, yeah, you know, dude. just like. Master of Noise Ma- Wall, immaculate, immaculate grotesque. That's a, a like, very great, amazing yeah, project. Just like ma- you know, Master of Noise Wall, yep. you know, kind of stuff. So I was really into that, that kind of stuff. And I mean, I I done some things with like more with like instruments, where you know, like layers of guitar right. noise to kind of like you know, um, and uh, and also at the time I was really getting into uh, Splendor Geometrico. Oh, this totally um, makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I mean, it, it it really you know because like I I feel like it's really difficult to do you know rhythmic stuff with noise and have it not be that kind of like lame industrial thing. It's and a fine I, line. And I and I mean I you know I won't pretend like you know i mean i, I don't know it's like i it, think it's, you, it's difficult I, to do it so. i think you have figured out how to do it so right, well, I, appreciate, I will say I it. you that. don't have to say it we will right, say it. i i, I, appreciate I think you that. figured out how to do it i i, I, I appreciate that but so like i so it, it really kind of that sort of stuff um uh really kind of like opened my eyes to like what you could do uh with that with that kind of stuff so it's really just kind of like it you know, it really just sort of like, uh, you know, a, a mashup of, of all that kind of stuff. And it, it just, you know, eventually over time, it just kind of like uh, evolved that way. I think I think actually like the first the first uh, tape that uh, Dom put out, actually, no, the second one um, where I started using like, you know, more just like straight on rhythmic stuff. It was just like, you know, fucking around with like four track and drum machine stuff. Right. And my uh, uh wife uh girlfriend at the time uh you know heard it and she's just like oh this is amazing you gotta do it so yeah exactly. yeah, yeah 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 she, if she's your wife she's your ex-girlfriend awesome there's a stranger uh, over happy here. To hear not, that. we won't we won't uh we won't bother this stranger over here we are by the way i don't know if we pointed out i don't know if we've pointed out that we are standing next to the slowest atm of all time this is going to take about 10 minutes just so you is, know that but this, this is, is the cool. slowest atm um now, many of you also are going to be recognizing the name Chris Lapke from mastering credits, producing credits on many hospital. When did you start doing the the mastering for hospital or, and, and many of the releases um, during the store era? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd done a bit of work stuff before then because you know we we just been working on projects together so just for like just like together. years yeah you were yeah, yeah, exactly. you were literally living together yeah, yeah so i mean we were you know just there was just tons of projects that we just kind of like work on together it just kind of seemed like a natural uh sort of thing and 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 i just got like more into it as time goes along and just learning how to actually do it properly right um and uh and you know it's like for for some stuff it 
it's more appropriate than others. And I, there's a very, there's a very, go, there's a big goofball standing there. We're not going to give him away. <laughs> nope. Did nope. Tell who the goofball is. I'm I not. Do it. I'm going to make Mike do it. He's like wrestling the mic. Did you see how hard he's fighting me for this? It's like it's after mighty. shake. I'm gonna. He's a secret. He's a secret. Uh, a secret goof. Secret. Uh, <laughs> an, old, an old friend. <laughs> an so old are friend. we gonna have to wait? <laughs> are we are we gonna so are we gonna have to wait another nine years for an Albrick uh album or, I, or what? I, I hope not. I have some I stuff. I hope not too. I ha- I have I have some I have some uh, uh actually I have a lot of leftover source material from uh I mean that's the beautiful thing about New York is there's just and just just industrial everywhere. Yeah. Um and for particularly uh where I'm where I'm living, it just seems they're constantly doing construction right outside my window. So, you know, every other day it'll be like, oh, there's some great sounds coming out of my coming out of my window. I, That's be- I, awesome. I better go. I better go. You know, throw up the tape recorder real quick. Um, <laughs> so there, so there's a, there's a, the the. Uh, the well is being restored. The well of material is is being restored. Hopefully this is, quicker this, this is, time. This yeah. is good news. Yeah, I, I I absolutely hope we're not waiting another decade. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll try not to do that. Try, try not to do that. <laughs> New York is an endless font of industry. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's uh, that is the beauty of New York. I think. Yes. Um, you can't escape it. <laughs> There's no way. Painter's coming up next. You excited? Oh, I'm so excited. I yes. mean, this is uh. This is what uh, we've all been waiting for, right? Yeah, this is absolutely it. This is going to be amazing. Uh, um, I had my sh- mind blown by smelling Quim. Y- that and, was uh, yeah. That happened. Yeah, what I, I kind of can't you get hit with anything. I did not. I was standing just outside the uh, the ring. Um, there was some. There's some. There's some chopped meat at my toes. Yes, I just barely managed to avoid that i met the guy who got slapped in the face with a fish uh, the guy but the a guy, a guy behind us got nailed so, in the face so she had she had real good aim she nailed him which is incredible it's important we may have to cover it there's only two mics i gotta tell everybody there's only so i have like we're mike and i have to share and we're sometimes permission to talk <laughs> maybe if i stand closer we can be better at sharing there you go okay the one guy who got hit on the chin with the fish yeah, yeah. is the guy who got hit on the head with a bottle during the macro set at the No Fun Fest. Really? The first one. Yes, uh, Anthony Saunders, who we also talked yeah. to earlier uh, yeah. in the night. Uh, so yes, uh, and Anthony, his chin is bleeding. I, so I didn't know he. I didn't know he got hit. He got, with the bottle. Yes, he job. got hit with a bottle. No fun, and I had to go. To, I think went to the hospital. Yeah, this Carlos, table. Carlos took him to get six <laughs> staples like in his head uh, at the end of that show, and he got hit with a fish, and it lacerated his chin. So, so the moral of the story is, stand next to him if you don't want to get hit with fish or bottles. I mean, in a sense, um, in a sense, exactly. He absorbs all of the flying shrapnel. So yeah, yeah. be in, be near him. I mean, in a sense, I would have been honored to be hit by the fish. But on the other hand, I'm also kind of glad I didn't get hit. By I'm the fish. quite happy. I avoided uh, all. Um, but Tara did catch the uh, baby bottle. Oh, uh, which. Oh, was I missed that. Full of vodka. Oh, uh, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, just an just an incredible set. Yeah. I mean, just like the gleeful. I, I'm showing it off. Oh, now. here it is. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, he threw it out early on, and, t- and ter- it was terracotta immediately. That's incredible. Yeah, well, it was a sloppy catch, but I'm still proud. Wow, 
be a good ca- yeah good catch. All right, well let's uh, let's get our place. Uh, let's get set up and watch us. Painter, Chris, thank you That's so good. much. Well, thank you so much for this having me. This was really cool. Next time you're in LA, next time you come play, we're gonna do a full episode with you. Yeah. Heavy Electronics wow. Two is reserved for you. Beautiful. And uh, that's that. Thank you for all the uh, sick music this year. Let's no not problem. wait another ten years for it. Thank you guys cool, so cool. much. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, so hello, we're back. First of all, we just watched. We we just watched Pain Jerk. Oh, oh my God, how insane was Pain? We were all destroyed. Pain Jerk was sensational. It was that's how that was a noise set. I mean, that was the Pain Jerk set. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that set was unbelievable. Great, Pain Jerk. I loved it. I mean, come on. Jim, Painter. Incredible. Blew away when I saw them last time at No Fun 13 years ago. Like, just absolutely incredible. It was it was unbelievable. We were all freaking out. I, I also, again, tearing up just because it was so fucking sick. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. So now we are here with Kevin. Yeah. Hi. Hello, Kevin. Hey, what's up? Nice likewise, to meet likewise. you, Kevin. Real big fan of the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and now you were saying you have a story. Yeah, yeah, a pretty cool story. I've related been to, to you about this. All right, cool. So bu- bug away, bug okay. away. Uh, yeah. So I live here. I run a actually I run a noise industrial label called Found Remains. Okay. In New York City, and you're kind of part of the reason why this whole genesis started. So when I was a teenager, I grew up in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. And okay. when I was 18. Uh, couple friends and I, we drove up all the way from Wichita to, I forgot the name of town, but it's in Missouri. This is College Town, Missouri. Uh, yes. It was Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. Correct? Yes. yes. Columbia, Missouri. This is like 2004, like yes. 17, 18. Two, yep. By then, I was like, I've been in my local punk scene, hardcore scene. Like, I was entrenched in like noise rock and like at the time, like Swans was like the heaviest, hardest thing right, I right. ever heard. And that was like, I still love that band. Yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. Sonic D was playing. Yep. Huge fan of them. Still am to this day. So my friends and I, you know, like, but I think Sonic Nurse came out. We weren't the biggest fan of the album, but like, I didn't care. I just want to see him live. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So we go to see him and then lo and behold, Hair Police and Wolf Eyes open yes, up for yes, Sonic Youth. Yeah. And at that point, no idea you guys were. And no, to me, noise was like Swans, early Sonic Youth, like Big Black, maybe like Throbbing Gristle. Right. But, like, but that was kind of the, the extent. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know, like, I was, there's always like a guitar. There's always an instrument. Right. Of some kind making noise. There never was just like chords. Right, and right. Pedals. So Hair Police comes on, and I still remember this vividly. I, remember, <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I was still a kid. This is amazing. Like, yeah, I'm in my 30s now. And I, this is like, <laughs> no, dude, this is like, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that moment. And uh, I, I don't know his name, but he had like long curly hair and a bunch of like chords. Ro- Ro- it was Robert. Robert, Robert Beatty. Okay. Yep. You had a guitar. Yep. I think you had. I think it was a drummer too, maybe then. Yeah, yep. Trevor, okay. yep. yeah. There's the three of us, yeah. Yeah, and then just began to assault the audience. And then <laughs> halfway through that, there's some more came in, I think, with your guitar and started like 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 twisting it in your shirt. Yeah. And, like, and you were oh, like, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell you that. Like so that, that that's I do remember that. Okay, I remember cool. that show very much. Yeah. Sounds like a really good show. Uh, it was awesome. We had I had no idea what to expect. We were just there for Sonic Youth. Yeah. And like, and I know the, half the audience was just like, with you guys and then Wolf Eyes. Which is, I mean, it, yeah, that, that tour, was, it was funny because there was definitely, 
there was like some animosity at a lot of the shows. I mean, there were people who definitely were like, you know, like yeah. yelling shit. And and I mean, you know, yeah, and that that sure. is what was cool about yeah, yeah. about them is that they would, you know, take out bands like us. Yeah. And so I and I yeah, and I was the same. I grew up. I always, you know, they were a huge band for me. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, so it was that tour was so so fun. And I remember the Columbia show, because um, because I also too, I'm like, what is Columbia, Missouri? But it, yeah, it is a college. Yeah, town. I think it's a college town. I was the one and only time I've ever been there. Yeah. That is so bad. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm like, very happy. Yeah, dude, you're like screaming the mic and like, I mean, and Thurston got in there. I was just yeah. like, but at, and it was like a six month period after that. I was just like, oh, wow. I don't know. I like it's it took me like a good year to like, that's when I started delving into like more legit like noise. And yeah, I mean, it's music. still I like I mean, even for me, like for me, the kind of similar story was when I saw the boredoms when I was 14 yeah, yeah. at Lollapalooza. And, you know, again, I was going to see the Beastie Boys. I was going to see L7, you know, so yeah, yeah. I was just like, what yeah. the fuck? But, yeah, it wasn't like, I mean, I immediately did go out, out and buy a Boredom CD, but it wasn't like I immediately was, like, bought a CCC CCC. Yeah. I mean, it still took time yeah. to, like, build, build into yeah. it, you know. But and, yeah, it's uh, funny because yeah. at the time I thought, like, I was, you know, I had the head for that. And then I saw yeah. that, I think just seeing it live, Especially Wolf Eyes, because I think that's when Olsen had like he had the mace. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, was, definitely, like, that was definitely mace era. It was like yeah. it was violent, and also the audience was like angry. I think some people were there for you guys, but a lot of people like did not. Yeah, that. for sure, no, for so sure. So there was a lot of like negative energy, and it just was like it was just really intense. Yeah. And, well, like, one of my favorite parts is like when people aren't expecting it, and yeah. then it's just this like raw. Um, lack of concern for the animosity. Yeah. It's just like keep on going on for the two people sure. who appreciate that. I love it. It's like magic. Yeah, and you guys totally <laughs> like. I mean, Sonic was cool, but you guys, you guys totally blew him away. Like, like, I, like, like for me, like seeing you. I, I'm sure half people there were like, "Oh man, what was that? Fuck that!" I just see it for Sonic. But like for the few of like kids like me at the time, we're just like, "Whoa!" Like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> well, and, th that's thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate, and I'm. I'm honored to be a part of your trajectory yeah. into getting into getting yeah. in, just getting into to the point where you were watching Pain Jerk. Yeah. And what's yeah. your label? Uh, Found Remains. Found Remains. Yeah, yeah. Found Remains, yeah. absolutely. And where, where, so where can the people find you? What's like the Instagram? What's the what's the? Uh, I just Found Remains. Found, just yeah, search Found Remains. There you go. Oh, website. Yeah, yeah. Really, cool. we're awesome. a lot of like contemporary noise industrial people right now. Awesome. And you know what's crazy about Robert Beatty? Uh, he is he is a very accomplished artist and he does a lot of cover art. He did oh, Kesha's really? latest album. He's oh, done wow. Erica Badu's albums. Wow. He's done countless that famous Tame Impala cover. That's crazy. He designed that. Like Robert is phenomenal. I he does that doing now. Like this in his hand, just like, yeah. yeah. He's the man. He was he was both him and Trevor were in our wedding. So oh, wow. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we, we love them. Hi Trevor and Robert. Yeah, I just <laughs> know like like you know, like fifteen years later, like yeah. that that was like the seed. And then from there, it just like it's growing, and I, it's just a big part of my life. Oh man! Well, thank you so much yeah, for sharing man. that, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having you me. You rule, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad I had the guts to finally tell Heck, you. I thank you. I well, just want to bug you about. That's all. That's all. It was not bugging <laughs> off. Thank you so much. Awesome, man.